I'm just the type of guy like it's towed down, it's strapped down. Um, it's strapped down really good. Um, I got my truck backed up pretty much well as close to the house as I can. So if anybody's gonna go through the trouble to get that out of the box, they can have it. And now for a little bit of trivia. The name of this podcast is called Spittin' Dirt. Now, based on the title, what would you say this podcast is about? Is it A, bringing you live updates from the most prestigious runways in the world? B, a story time show with fun topics like dinosaurs and animals for kids? Or C, a show about getting dirty? Trail adventures and badass projects from the garage. We think you know the answer. This is Spittin' Dirt. We're off road enthusiasts sharing our experiences with all terrain vehicles on and off the trail. If you hear this, physically stimulated you're listening to the right show this is spitting dirt and here are your hosts roly and scott welcome back to spitting dirt how you doing roly pretty good how are you scott doing great so today i wanted to talk about strap-ons handcuffs blind wait a second this is the wrong list i want to talk about tie downs load securements and locks I think that other um, list was for my wife. Yeah, I know your anniversary is coming up, but that'll be for another show. <laughs> so, tie downs. Um, you know, tra- uh, traveling down the road with your machines. Um, where have you, do you usually use a trailer? Have you used a truck, a gooseneck? Like, what do you use to take your machine to places? And how do you uh, keep them still? What do you uh, do? You use straps? Do you use uh, axle um, straps? Do you use tire straps? Do you strap it at all? Because um, you know, I came across a uh, post on social media, and it was very interesting of the comments that I came across. So I thought we would talk about about what we do and what we've seen. And uh, what our experiences have been through the years. All my quads were truck loaded in a box of a truck. Um, I had one quad that actually would fit the truck with the tailgate closed. And uh, probably... kid's quad? (laughs) uh, Probably not uh, recommended, but uh, I never strapped it. I just threw it in there and closed the tailgate. Um, for all the machines that I no longer wanted to keep, I left the tailgate open, never strapped nothing down. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, but yeah, I've always box loaded and it's not until recently since I jumped into the side-by-side world, I pull a 14 foot, uh, utility trailer and basically ratchet strap it down. No, utility trailer... This is a open utility trailer, right? It's just a flat deck style? Yeah, flat deck. Okay. Now, 
Oh, so what's the flat deck? How are you? How are you strapping them down? Do you have a certain pattern? Do you uh, just throw the strap over a bumper? Uh, do you have these special tire straps or what? I just recently have yet to install, but I have just recently bought um, the Reese. Uh, I believe it's Reese that makes it. Um, the tire straps with the uh, the actual rack. Um, the easy clip rack that I'll eventually bolt down to the deck of my trailer. Okay. And then the, the and then the easy click on goes in there, goes around your your tire. Um, a lot awesome. of people a lot of people swear by the tying it down that way, as it keeps your suspension free. Yeah. So your machine can bounce around and your straps don't loosen up. Uh, currently, right now, I use four straps on my machine. Um, I'll have two hooked to the back to where the uh, trailer hitch receiver is. Um, I and I cross them over, so I hook the right side to the left side of the trailer, left side to the right side of the trailer, strap it down, and then the front I got two um, like two uh, tow hooks in the front of my front bumper, and I do the same thing. I cross them over in the front and just tie it down. Um, longer trips, I do find that I do have to stop. Every once in a blue moon, give them a tighten because they will eventually loosen up a bit. Um, I've tried different ways of strapping it. This seems to be right now the easiest and uh, most uh, easy to get to. Um, but uh, yeah, looking forward to some warmer weather there because uh, then I'll be installing those. Installing my tire, my tire straps. Yeah, I was. I, that's what I was going to do. That was my next step before I did the UTV deck. Um, was to get those easy, easy straps, mount them on my six by ten utility flat deck trailer, and uh, haul it that way. Otherwise, with the trailer, you know, four straps, um, and actually would do a X pattern, go from left uh, or driver side A frame to the passenger side of the trailer, and opposite on the other side, just doing an X pattern. And I've never had a strap loosen off doing that and uh or a machine losing a machine now you know it's it's very interesting so this in the post i saw this guy has an enclosed trailer and he has his uh players ranger inside and he asks what everyone uses to to strap down do they bother strapping down in this enclosed trailer do they use like the easy tire straps or do they just throw it in park and hope she survives? Um, well, now, owning, a Pol- owning a Polaris and having an enclosed trailer, yeah, I could understand that because you know you don't want your buddies to see that you're you're hauling that. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. You, you know, know you, it's 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 like riding a moped. They're fun, but you don't want your buddies so- catch you riding. <laughs> so. You know, uh, reading some of the comments, you know, people are just saying, put her in park, might slide around, but mean, what's the worst can happen? Um, some people are actually using axle straps, and instead of the axle strap being on the axles, because that just doesn't, to me, sound good, um, but that's what they're supposed to be made for, they actually are throwing the um, axle strap in through the wheel, of the, the spokes of the wheel, and so it's like a tree sling right that's basically what it is and then hooking the strap to that and strapping down all four corners 
um, with the, the utility, the utility, the UTV deck, like on my truck, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I've got the, uh, the parking brake that we talked about in the last episode, and then I do the four straps, um, holding the machine down onto the deck, and on a long haul, I'll even do a strap, uh, individual strap on the two front tires on the, on the deck itself, or on the ramps, and then, uh, a that would be what a seventh strap yeah the seventh strap through the receiver um pulling the machine more towards the front of the truck so they can't roll off now my ramps do have an inset for the front tires so that the 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 tires sitting inside the actual ramp instead of sitting just on top helps it from stopping to naturally roll if it was for example in in neutral and had no brakes on or anything like that but it's actually interesting on how many different uh styles of tie downs are available to secure your load going down the road again we're talking about just normal straps and some people are going uh you know saying that they go in uh hardcore and do the four inch straps that uh truckers use um, and they're just doing one in the front, one in the rear. Uh, some people are putting it in a park and using their winch um, and going down the going down the road. I, I don't recommend any of these, but it's I found a very interesting uh, read of what people were saying they do and and that they've never had issues, etc. Uh, but one guy did come on and and showed a photo. He's like, I only used to just put it in park and put it on a put the winch to the front of the utility trailer just like a trailer like you and i have and he got t-boned well the truck got t-boned the trailer was fine but the machine decided to uh fall off the trailer because it wasn't strapped down so you could see that the the whole machine just tipped right over off the off the trailer now would have it still stayed on with the straps hard to say i would think it would have definitely have more of a chance of staying on the trailer because it would have been totally strapped down but you know a winch is just stopping it from rolling backwards not forwards into the truck over the you know what i mean yeah i just like you said there's so many different ways that people are tying their machines down um is there a right or wrong right. way? I don't know. There probably is. I don't think there's anything set in stone. Maybe different provinces, different states or anything have more requirements depending on load weight and what type of straps and load bearing straps you have to use. Like we can sit here like all day and talk about straps, just straps alone. It oh would yeah. Be like a it would be like a couple of Boy Scouts talking and you know <laughs> how to tie sharing, a knot. <laughs> yeah, sharing different types of knots, right? And 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 stuff. And fishermen have their way of tying knots as well, right? Um, what was kind of interesting what you said, and I know a couple people that have the same method as you using a UTV deck. Um, I'm like, I don't know. Like, it, it seems to be pretty scary watching these guys load their side-by-sides <laughs> up on the UTV deck. Like, I got a buddy that loads his, and every time he does it, like, I stand back, 
And let me tell you, you one your thing. fingers like, like, is he gonna make it? <laughs> I'm like, I'm watching it go up there on the angle that it's going up, and I'm like, like I'm telling you, like my butt cheeks are sh- sore because I'm clenching, like, oh my god, I hope and he makes it, kind seat. of deal. I can just imagine, like, what's it like? My butt in the cheeks machine. the first time I was freaked out because first time, um, you know, I, you know, I was clenching. I have someone on the driver's on the passenger side. I'm watching the driver's side and, you know, it's hard to, you can see, okay, I'm good on the driver's side. Now, even though I still had someone I trusted on the passenger side, I still wasn't trusting that I was, <laughs> the tire was staying, uh, you know, center on the, on the truck, uh, ramp going up the deck. And yeah, but the, the, the angle, like the, you don't, the angle's actually not that bad. Um, but uh, you know, it, it does. Cons- you're... Go ahead. When you're standing beside it, it's, it's, I guess it's, it's up there. Yeah. But I don't know, like I helped buddy strap his down and I just kind of climbed up and, uh, and to throw the strap over so he could get it on the other side. I was like, man, this is pretty high up, man. Like <laughs> this is high up, I, you know, so... kind of deal like that. And I'm like, okay. The other thing is. Besides loading and unloading, because your visibility is not the greatest, right? Like yeah. I'm thinking you're backing up. So now you're unloading, you're backing up. You, you, okay. Number one, loading it, whatever. You're driving straight on. Yep. A lot of people are good driving forward. Oh, yes. But not, not so good driving backward. No. Right? Uh, myself, I have the tendency that I'm holding onto the wheel. And when I look behind... I have a tendency of turning the wheel a little bit as I'm turning my head to look behind. Yeah. And I'm like going backwards and having even less visibility. <laughs> More chat. And it's like, what do you do? Do you cross your fingers going, just go straight, just go straight, just go straight, just go straight. You know what I mean? Like, is it harder in the, in the winter time? Is it easier? Like, what about if you're full of mud? Like, so with the ramps that in, and then I thank you for bringing up the mud. Cause I was going to bring that up. Um, when I did my sled deck just with ATVs and my ramp had the, uh, gliders on, on for the sled, uh, skis for the skis of the sled, right? Um, they have little sharp teeth on these gliders so that you have your tires to catch and the track of the, of the sled to catch, etc. Well, those gliders are no good in rain or mud. And we found out the hard way by trying to climb the truck on the sled deck with the ATVs and your ATV is uh, starting to go sideways um, and, and you know, you're almost catching and falling off the deck. Uh, came close, never have uh, fallen off. Uh, I, actually, no, that's a lie. <laughs> I have had the Honda uh, backing off the Polaris off the sled deck. I had the Honda because the tires are so knobby I didn't look at the um, the Honda when I, I was looking to my left instead of to my right on uh, unloading so I wouldn't ride off the deck, right, off the ramp. The tires caught each other, and because the Honda um, didn't have any brakes, famous for that, right? And then we're talking a 1996 Honda 300. So it literally fell off the deck, um, didn't hit the truck, luckily, bent the handlebars a little bit, but we fixed that. Um, but it, I, I was driving off the Polaris and the Honda decided that it would go with me. And the way it went with me was kind of off its own way. Um, so, 
you know that that was but that's pretty impressive like one guy unloaded two machines yeah you know? so what happened like, was i the wife was still at work um she said she would wanted to come riding i was waiting for a buddy so i got there early um i thought he would be there already but he wasn't unloading <laughs> and next thing i know i've got buddy uh pulling up um and there I am trying to flip this Honda over back onto its tires, and they're looking at they're looking at me like, "Oh my God, are you okay?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, the Honda was by itself. <laughs> it just it just fell off." Um, but uh, so with the setup I have now, and you'll see this with a lot of the setups, is you have a good amount of inches of like six to we'll say eight inches. It depends on the. Um, of the ramps that you and the manufacturer but you have such big spaces that the tire is literally uh falling into the in between the grooves of the or in between the cross members of the ramp and catching so that yes if you're a little muddy it can be still a little slippery but that tire's grabbing those cross members and you're climbing up um now so you, time, you selected so you selected this way of transport so why I, did you select I this? selected this transport so that I could pull my 30-foot RV behind my truck. Because with my sled deck, uh, with my UTV deck and the UTV on top of my truck, I have enough room that the, I don't have an 8-foot deck. It's uh, just under 7 feet or something. Anyways, um, it's the same length. Yeah, it's seven, uh, 7 feet because it's the same length as my bumper. So with me... My truck, having the UTV deck and the UTV on the truck, I can make a full turn either way with a trailer, um, RV trailer on my uh, bumper uh, to go somewhere and not have to worry about someone else driving another vehicle and hauling my machine. Now, um, it uh, also, you know, at home uh, with this new house, Parking the, I could have the trailer parked on the driveway, uh, or I have the trailer out at the lake lot, um, and then the machine, you know, the, it stays together, right? But it is a lot nicer having the UTV deck. If the machine's at home, the trailer can be left at the lake. I can have the machine in the garage when I'm not using it, load it up, hit the hit the road, and unload it. The first time, my cheeks were puckered. Um, took it slow, took it safe and had no issues um and then after that it just got easier and easier and easier uh i do still take play it safe and i have at least one person on my passenger side watching the opposite end but i'm not going as slow as the first time loading up uh again because I, I, you just get uh you're in unless i was changing machines all the time or something then it would be different i would think but just like driving your vehicle you get used to this size of the vehicle. You get uh, used to where you have to be so that you know your safe zone, right? So if I know when I'm looking out my my door and I'm watching my drive uh, driver front and rear tire uh, and I have it in that spot of the ramp, I know my passenger side is fine and I can go up and down, no issues. So my ramps are 16 inches wide, each ramp. They're individual ramps. And then my the ramp on the truck is 12 inches. And I'm actually going to convert that, redo them, 
uh, and make them into 16 inch wide like the the bifolding ramps that I purchased. So these ramps, um, again, 16 wide, they reach out to 12 feet and they actually fold twice so that they can fit in my six and a half foot box. And they're all, all aluminum, so they're a lot lighter, heavy, heavy duty, best thousand bucks I've ever spent on a set of ramps. Couldn't be happier. So, loading, unloading. Yeah. The other thing I've noticed is the climb up and down. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's like you're a kid all over again, climbing up the jungle gym. Exactly. I have almost <laughs> slipped off with muddy boots because you're holding on to the machine. The The UTV deck is the same size as the box. It's not a, a eight-foot deck like a sled deck. So... It's totally the size of my box. Um, and so walking around the machine, you're literally holding onto the machine and tiptoeing along the side of the deck to get to the rear and walk down the ramps. Or I just take one step down into the wheel well onto the tire and then step off uh, from the tire onto the ground. That's usually the way I get off and on because I found it was more treacherous trying to walk down those 16 inch rungs of the ramp and they again they have that let's say eight inch gap in between each cross member so the you know all it takes is a one wet boot and slip off that one cross member and now you're through the ramp now i've so, I've, I've followed guys with this uh with this setup yeah and the one thing i have noticed is how that truck likes to sway so that to i was about left. to say that yeah the swaying of it and when so, we were you know following them and, and going down roads and stuff and making corners and hitting the bumps and stuff and i'm like man that thing's swaying like it's just the whole truck and machine or like it's like almost like jenga you know it, it's gonna come over it's gonna go yeah. over but it never uh, does it yeah. never does I don't know if you're the people that you fall and have had airbags, have airbags in their trucks, but I do have airbags in my truck, and that's a huge difference. So this isn't a half-ton setup. This is like three-quarter ton, one-ton setup. So with my machine, this I have a half-ton, yes. With my machine, it's the lightest machine out there at 500 kg, um, so 1,010 pounds uh, dry. So I have my airbags and uh my dodge ram half ton and uh haul it no no issue never not getting pulled over i'm not sunk right down like some people think i would be um yeah so with your camper and your machine your gear your family the whole bit you do not exceed that gross vehicle allowable weight we, for we, a half ton with the no would be with the um the the weight of the the uh tongue and the gbw and the weight of the machine um uh we we do not exceed we're close but we do not exceed if i decided to overload my trailer with a whole bunch of gear and and uh um etc you know i i we could get there for sure but for how we sit no um we are i am lucky that way and and we did all this math before 
before so doing how, the setup, how, right? You said you're under, so how close are you? Are you like, uh, yeah, we're not going to stop and have a big move. <laughs> <close." laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're a few hundred pounds close for sure. Uh, okay. So it all depends on who you talk to. People. So you're say, pretty good. You, you you could get the whole combo meal, and you'll be still be fine. And I'll be still fine. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, so the difference, UTV deck. Okay. You came from a sled deck. Uh, came so from. I, I, I know. I've seen a lot of people use sled decks with a couple, like a pair of quads. So we. I haven't seen too many sled decks being used. For side by sides, okay. So the is reason there being a is the reason? Length. Yes. So it's the, the length, right? So, for example, my brother's sled deck has a beaver tail, with the beaver tail at eight feet, and that, like the deck's at eight feet, and then the beaver tail adds another so many inches. Um, I can't remember how long his beaver tail is. The we're able to do the Razor Nine Hundred Trail and the uh, Kodiak with it on the sled deck and we've done that multiple times uh hauling it now the reason again is because of the length so uh a lot of these machines in total length are are nine feet so wheelbase uh you know if you're in that seven eight feet range you don't want that tire falling off the rear right um so that you'll find people that have done a sled deck and then because they have they don't have a beaver tail they'll mock up um uh, an extension, right? Or they'll get a beaver tail extension installed. And by beaver tail, for those who don't know, is a 45 degree, roughly 45 degree angle, um, uh, quarter ramp on the end of your sled deck. And so with that beaver tail, you can then use shorter ramps and get that nice angle, uh, onto your deck instead of having to spend more money, for example, like I did and getting a 12 foot ramp, so that I have, and so, instead of being super steep, I have just a nice, casual incline onto my deck. Um, and, so that's, uh, yeah, so yeah, so I guess it probably, you know. And the other thing is if, if the sled deck, like is the deck that the person out, do they have a long box truck? Do they have a, uh, a short box? Um, you know, not a lot of, uh, from what I've seen, a lot of short box sled decks have the uh, beaver tail, and not a, a again, um, a lot of them, especially around Alberta, you'll actually find that uh, they're more there's more homemade sled decks than than the new uh, like Marlin, for example, where they collapse in. Well, it's not too hard to find a, a, a good welder in Alberta, that's for sure. Yeah, right? So that's where a lot of guys go is because they can buy the the pro, the, man, the material themselves, weld it up, and away they go. And instead of being like uh, doing all the fancy stuff where Marlin can go from being uh, the size of your truck box deck to then a full eight foot wide to fit two sleds or a side-by-side, whichever, two ATVs, um so yeah so many different i guess many options different folks i have a question it's around this so when you're hauling your machine on their trailer do you lock it up like do you put a a cable lock and and uh or chains or anything like that or do you do you like because there's people out there that will lock up when 
they even if it's in the truck the box of their truck and they're just going down to the trail if they have to stop have if they know they're stopping somewhere to get fuel or whatever i've seen people that no matter what they're always locking up their machine and then there's people that uh only lock up if they're know they're spending the the machine is spending the night let's say on the trailer or in the truck because they're at a hotel or buddy's house or somewhere not really secure and then there's people that just never lock up the machines no matter if they're going on a long road trip or going just to the trail where where do you well, see your the, find the, yourself the short the short answer for that is i load the morning i leave okay um i get to where i gotta go i unload i ride i'm done riding i come back i load up i go home have i done any overnight expeditions yet uh no so that is on my to-do list this year and moving forward is doing some overnight expeditions um, but if you do those overnight expeditions, are we? You're more talking about uh, on the trail overnight, right? Not actually, or are you going to also do the distance where you have to drive a long distance, probably now, stay somewhere? I've had it with my quad in the box of the truck, where we were leaving really early in the morning, and it just made sense to load it the night before, as opposed to making a bunch of noise and a racket and all that stuff, loading it at like four or five o'clock in the morning, right? So I have uh, had it in the box, uh, my quads in the box of my truck over, uh, you know, overnight and stuff like that. And I'm just the type of guy like it's towed, it's strapped down. Um, it's strapped down really good. Um, I got my truck backed up pretty much well as close to the house as I can. So if anybody's going to go through the trouble to get that out of the box, they can have it. Yeah. You've, you've got <laughs> you know? insurance, right? Like, uh, and, and I'm like that. I, I know that you can't trust everybody. Um, I've just learned to the fact that if somebody wants it bad enough, they're going to get it. Dude. Um, no matter what you do, um, having it parked in my garage is just, if somebody wanted it that bad enough, they're still going to get it. Exactly. Um, you know, um, these people, even though they are lazy and like to take from good people, um, they're not dumb. Um, they know what they're doing. Um, they're not stupid, you know, like people have hot wired trucks in less than a minute. So um, it, it's not something uh, normally the ones that get caught are the ones that are pretty dumb and are just new at it. But Put it this way, if they want to get your stuff, they'll get your stuff regardless. Um, but I try everything. I have put chains through my rims and 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 just put a lock and just had a big a ball of chain just wrapped around a tire just to make it that more difficult, right? Uh, is it secured to the truck? Well, it's secured by the straps. Um, having a big wad of chain wrapped around the wheel and, and locked, it's just going to make it inconvenient and loud. Yeah. Um, so if I'm not waking up to that, I'm like, you know, good on you. You got a free pass um, and stuff like that. Um, overnight expeditions. Um, of course, certainly I have scoped some places out, hotels and stuff. And a lot of the hotels that I have scoped out, they're like, we have security cameras on our parking lots. We do have a special because um, some of the places I've scoped out um, is very big for ATV and side-by-side -side riding and stuff. So they're prepared. They have special parking lots and stuff like that. And yeah, I'm going to make it difficult. I'll Again, I'll wrap a chain around my tire, put a padlock. Um, I'll even go as far as, you know, you know, disconnecting my battery 
just doing little things that just make it extremely difficult for them to, you know, get a quick snatch from me, right, kind of deal. Um, but all means, if I can get a place where I can lock it down, yeah, I will lock it down, um, you know. Did uh, I tell you the story about the uh, gasoline being stolen off my sled deck with my sleds on it? So they just took the gasoline, not the sleds? So my, yeah, so my, I, this is before I met my wife and I was renting out a mobile, um, a mobile home in this new, uh, area and it wasn't a mobile home park is how Fort St. John did up these streets. But, uh, I had the sled, the truck in the driveway backed up so that the nose of the truck is facing the street. Um, I'm at work we just came back from a, a, a trip uh so i didn't have time to unload the sled decks or the sleds into my shed left them up there i had five jerry cans in a row in between the sled skis up against my headache rack of the sled deck so um had them all up there they were strapped down sleds are strapped down and then i had cable locks through the jerry cans and all locked up so someone couldn't just climb up and take it off they had to cut the lock or cut the the strap so i get a call at um frick 5 30 in the morning um i'm not home i'm at work uh and my neighbor um calls me he's like hey sky uh you know i just scared off some guys from your no it wasn't even it was super it was earlier than that it was 2 30 in the morning not 5 30 because um i had to do almost an all-nighter so anyways i call the neighbor across the street i guess went out for a smoke and um uh got video of these guys he he thought it was me rustling around on my sled deck and so he called out to say hi and i didn't respond but they stopped because somebody was calling out and since they stopped, he, I can't remember what he yelled out again, but then they realized that this, that my neighbor was catched on to them. They hustle off by that time. They had already cut the strap and the cable. So they were able to grab, uh, one Jerry can and jump off into the truck and take off. Now, uh, he calls me telling me he gave the got the plate number got the color of the truck is um, blah 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 gave it to the cops uh for me etc and uh so when i got home i was able to to check it out now i had a roommate that was at home and i talked to her and i'm like because i rented out this mobile home that had three bedrooms now i'm always working so i was like well i'll use one room for storage and since the other the two rooms are at the opposite end, I'll rent out one room. So I rented out this room. She's at home, and I talked to her, and she's like, "Oh, I w I thought it was uh, I thought it was you. I didn't even." And I'm like, "So you didn't bother looking out the window? You didn't, you know? Uh, it's two thirty in the freaking morning, right? Like, um, and she had no no idea. Didn't uh, you know? Even I guess think of just checking on what's going on." But yeah, they the cut was so clean they they used a, a you know a um, some type of quick torch because the strap was or a wireless uh, cord sorry wireless cordless grinder but it looked 
more burnt than uh, than cut. And yeah, right through the strap, right through the cable, and they were able to take off with uh, the one. Pretty sure it was only one jerry can. It might have been two. Uh, never touch the sleds. They're all about the gas. And this is when Fort St. John really started, and Fort Nelson started uh, crashing in the oil industry. Uh, what was that 2015, late 2014? When rigs started, we went from having all these drilling rigs everywhere and people making good money to suddenly nothing and gas starts going up and they really wanted that fuel. Well, from my experience, you know, it's BC has been pretty expensive for gas. I'm sometimes when I travel there, you know, uh, I got to steal gas too, man. It's so expensive. <laughs> Bring cash, right? Like, but uh, yeah, that's that's pretty interesting story for just the jerry can. It's like it just like what a, you know yeah, what I was mentioning. Bog, if somebody wants something, they're gonna get it. Yeah, and you know, so you know uh, this truck um, was actually has was previous reported for siphoning gas out of vehicles, etc. So that is exact. That's all they wanted. If they saw something that had been close to looking like a jerry can or something easy to grab gas, they were doing it. Um, never never uh got told if they caught the guys or anything like that but uh i was just it just blew me away i was like wow you know um they knew what they were doing because it was such a quick clean clean cut they uh had enough time to snatch the ones that was quickly accessible but yeah you know uh, you, you gotta hand it to the ones that get through to your straps and, and take what they want and then are just so kind enough to restrap everything after they're done. Yeah. That, 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 that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so back to, trans back to transporting, um, when I did my quads in a pickup truck, I had one quad, my Polaris sportsman that actually fit and I was able to close the tailgate. But then when I moved over and got my Articat, the Articat with the front bush guard bumper and the back bumper and all that stuff, it was a longer machine. So now my back tires were no longer like in, I couldn't close the deck. Like I couldn't close the tailgate. So I have seen other people put like ATV risers inside their boxes to yep. give some lift so it can kind of scoot the back of the machine in so people can close their tailgate. I, I almost did that with I the tried. I, I, I tried that uh, with the Articat, but those bumpers, like even though I got, you know, I, I needed more height. Okay. And I've seen this where people have bought ATV risers. I've seen people that have made ATV risers out of wood, out of whatever. I've seen people modify ATV risers um, because it just seems like the trucks nowadays, uh, like I remember the trucks me growing up, like you had little people room, but lots of cargo room. And now it just seems like you it got more opposite. people room and less cargo room, yeah. right? Like an eight foot, you can't get a crew cab eight foot long box unless you go into the super duty sizes like the bigger and the heavy duty sizer trucks but a half ton i don't even think i don't i don't even know in the last year they made a crew cab half ton eight foot long box right um it's been a long time um so with that being said i've tried the atv riser i tried and no to no matter how high or what angle that i just could not get that tailgate closed and at the time i was what is it? i had the I had my Titan, and then I traded that in for the Ford. So even going from the Nissan over to the Ford F-150, I still couldn't get it in with an ATV riser. And I found that my back tires were now on my tailgate. Now, 
by doing that, I have seen people's tailgate get pretty banged up and bent. Um, I've oh, seen yes. tailgate, I seen tailgate hinges just let go and stuff like that. So what did you um, do with your tailgate? Um, well, with my tailgate, the best thing that I could do um, was I would get my machine so far in as close as close because I ended up buying a headache rack. Um, and I would literally, my front bumper would be right up against that headache rack. And I was able that my back tire was actually on the crack between um, the box and the tailgate. So okay. there wasn't a lot of weight, but it's because I had that back bumper and, and such a back overhang that even if my back tire were to be in the box, I still couldn't close and latch that tailgate. Um, but I was able to lift the tailgate a little bit. Um, and that, and that point I would put a strap from basically the hitch of my quad over the tailgate to the hitch of my truck. And that would kind of keep the, the tailgate up a bit. So I wouldn't get so much road rash because I've seen some tailgates that drove around empty with machines loaded on it and they get some severe road rash, yeah. uh, and stuff like that. So I've tried that option and I always like, okay, I'm done with this. Um, I found myself, it, it was starting to get, you know, a pain climbing in the truck, climbing out of the truck, you know, uh, trying to strap in, strap out. And I'm like, then I started looking for trailers and I was actually considering, even though I had a pickup that I was just going to get a little tiny utility trailer for, um, the quad and actually a couple of, uh, long trips instead of having it in my box, I went to U-Haul and rented a trailer for like 50 bucks for the weekend. And I just hauled it in the U-Haul trailer. Um, then I made the change to side by side, which I got the utility trailer, but having the trailer big enough for my side by side, I can use it for a lot more other stuff around the house and, you know, hauling other stuff too. So, that's the plus side of having the utility trailer. I've used it lots yeah. for, for dump runs and rattles. Which is nice. My parents are using it right the... now to help move, right? So definitely and not one... a waste of money. And a new trend that I am seeing now. Um, I actually have a buddy um, just recently that have just did this. I am seeing people, um, and it, it seems to be a trend now, people are buying a little bit older trucks, ripping the boxes off, and putting flat decks directly right on 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 the trucks. Yeah, I have a, a another buddy um, who just recently bought a one ton pickup and ordered it with a flat deck and the whole bit like that for the specific purpose of hauling his side by side and pulling his camper. So I am seeing a trend the last year of people moving over to just buying a plain out flat deck truck or converting their trucks into a flat deck truck so they can haul their camper and their side-by-sides. And that was my initial plan with my brother. Um, he did that with his Dodge. Uh, he's got a, a 94, I think it was 94, 98 Dodge, uh, regular cab. So he built his uh, deck on it, and I was looking at converting, ripping off my boxes because the wheel wells were rusting like crazy, as Dodges do. And... I was planning to do a deck and then realized, you know, my brother just didn't really have the time and we found a killer do deal on an aluminum deck uh, on Kijiji for 600 bucks because the guy just never used it. He just wanted it gone and we were able to jump on it just in time. Uh, so, and it was built for a short box, which was even better. So 
picked that up and uh, been using that ever since. Now, in the GP area, you might have seen this because I've seen it in the Grand Prairie area. Have you seen the ingenuity that people have done to haul their machines such as this, uh, where they have built a full-on deck, and I'm talking overhaul deck, across the whole truck so that they can have their toys on top? Like they have, what I'm saying is, the tow hooks on the front of the truck, one-ton truck, had they have attached posts uh, and just like a, a car hauler rig, right? Where you see the, the line of vehicles over top of the cab. Now picture yep. that with ATVs and UTVs. Have you seen that around Grand Prairie? Because I remember seeing no. that a few years ago. No, I haven't, I haven't <laughs> oh, yeah. seen anything. <laughs> so they had, they, they were outfitted, like they were going into the bush for, for uh, days or months because they had their machines all across the top and then the box of the truck was all full of different um different gear uh i even think because it was long box you even saw like a canoe in there and then they had an old uh older rv being towed behind and that was their whole freaking setup it was crazy i i had i saw it on the highway so i couldn't take a picture because i was driving because you know you just suddenly caught off guard um last minute but yeah it was quite the quite the setup and i've seen well, a few yeah, similar online from in the states and stuff well i've been noticing like i was saying like with people t taking the boxes off their truck building flat decks um you know alberta there is no shortage for good welders in alberta uh, you know you guys are doing a wonderful job out there keep it up um they're fabricating their own flat decks um they're kind of moder modernizing customizing them to um, their utilities, how, how how their machine fits, what they want to carry with their gear. But just two, three years ago, the big thing was everybody was buying toy hauler campers. Yes. They're like, I'm going to put my side-by-side -side or my ATVs in these toy haulers. But now these side-by-sides are getting too big to fit inside so, these toy haulers. Yeah, because you have the cart, you have the uh, your storage on the side and blah, 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 or even just the length, right? Like now some you know, of these are getting the side-by-sides 13 feet long. Well, uh, some of the garage, if you're getting a triple axle RV, then you're getting the 14-foot deck, right? But also have you seen the ones where they're getting, people are just buying an enclosed trailer and building themselves a kitchen, a little kitchen up front, and then getting the fold-up beds um, and I think that's up. I think that's what's happening. In the last little bit, people are just using their creativity. Yes, they're using their like more more customization, more creativity, more. Um, like I've seen some really really cool builds, like some really cool builds. Um, how many pictures have you seen? Gooseneck trailer with a truck camper on it all bolted down on this gooseneck trailer up to the front, and then they still have the back deck to put their side-by-side. -side. Then when they're unloaded at the campground, the back deck is now a patio. Yeah. Like, we, it's, it was, like, there's some really great ideas out there. Which is funny, is I can't believe I didn't bring that up earlier with the ways I've hauled, because that was the wife and I's first setup together, was I had my 16-foot flat deck, or a gooseneck, um, put the receiver in the truck, right? We bought a camper that was owned by one owner and they act, the husband, uh, built a shed or barn technically just for the camper. 
That's so that the camper wouldn't get weathered when they weren't using it. The, the gentleman passed away. The lady needed to sell her farm and etc. So she was just getting rid of it and it was 500 bucks. And I'm like, Oh, you know, great deal. But how bad a shape is it? Right. Go there and was just blown away on how, uh, well taken care of this camper was. So we got a steal of a deal, take it home, uh, throw it on the gooseneck. I built cabinets in where the wheel wells of the, of the camper would be right for storage. And Frick, we went, um, oh, about 4,000 kilometers with that setup because we went all the way from Fort St. John down to Vancouver and, and, you know, up to Christina Lake. And it was great because, like you said, um, you unload the, we had the ATVs, uh, two ATVs, the Honda and the Players at that time. And like you said, you unload and then, boom, you have a nice big open deck off the ground, no mud. Uh, and then if you are tracking uh, mud you can leave your boots out on the deck and go into the camper and you're all dry all clean and it worked yeah. great for the the two years that we we used it and then we i upgraded to the side by side so that's when the and the side by side wouldn't fit on the 16 foot so i um sold the camper to a buddy we still have the gooseneck trailer um and then that's when i upgraded to the the utility well not upgraded but i guess you could say went smaller and uh went to a utility trailer and then bought the rv itself so that i could we had a big nice mobile uh camper you can just drive pulling the side by side on the utility trailer and go camping and uh and then you're not driving a truck and the trailer right so i've definitely went through a <laughs> quite a few different setups um, and probably would have still had that mobile if it wasn't for the cross province registration, because, uh, having to go from BC to Alberta, Alberta, BC, or any other province, you have to do the out of province inspection. And with how old that, um, that unit was, uh, what was that? Now I can't remember the 89, 1989. Um, you know, just the issues that I knew it had. And what they can ding you for just on a freaking just a normal vehicle, I wasn't going to spend the money to uh, to upgrade this RV to pass inspection. So, but on that note, anything else you got on your end, Roly? Any? No, I just I like like myself just cruising online and Googling different ideas and stuff like that. I'm going to have to say there's a lot, like, again, there's a lot of creativity out there. Um, there's a lot of people out there putting their, their skills to good use. Um, you know, because then you, you're lining up, you know, the pros versus con, do I customize it, make it how I want it to fit my machine as I need it, um, at a lower cost. Um, or do I just buy something again, like we've discussed before a universal type, you know, this is a universal <laughs> ramp. This is a universal deck. This is a universal that and stuff like that, that, you know, with my luck, it works. Never for works all out. <laughs> yeah. It works for all machines, but mine, <laughs> but, uh, no, it's just, it's just phenomenal. Um, I just got to say, no matter if you're flat decking it, if you're trailering it, if you're driving up on a sled deck, if you're driving up on a UTV deck, 
please, please use caution. Be safe out there. Make sure you strap your gear down. Um, the last thing you want to do or uh, your family needs is, you know, you, you're hurt or down and out and miss your riding season altogether, right? So, yeah. Um, if you have uh, anything that you'd like to share with us, how you tow your ride, um, or if anything that you have customized, um, please, please share it with us. We'd love it. We'd love it. How, how, how are these people going to share their pictures and how are they going to share that with us? Can you let, let them know out there, Sky? If you have a phenomenal, I, I'm telling you, if you have a great customized way to haul your, your machine, um, or if you just want to share how you haul your machine anyways, um, how do they go about sharing that with us, Sky? Send us an email. That would be the best way, especially for photos. Send us an email at uh, spitanddirtpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's spitanddirtpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you already have those photos on social media, such as Instagram, uh, go ahead and tag us at spitanddirt. Um, that would be the best way we can see those photos. And then we can... Uh, you know, talk to you about them, see your build, how long did it take you, and uh, bring you, uh, you know, bring that up on another podcast. Because definitely, if I if if one of you send me something that I think is phenomenal, that I think is out there, I'm definitely going to want to bring you on the show. Uh, we definitely would like to hear from you and how you put that build together. One hundred percent. On that note, thanks again for tuning in to Spit and Dirt. Just remember. If you're not spitting dirt, you ain't riding. You've been listening to Spitting Dirt. If it's trail adventures, product knowledge, or projects from the garage, we're talking about it. With 40 years combined experience, we're off-road enthusiasts sharing our experiences with all-terrain vehicles on and off the trail. We hope you had fun. We know we did, and we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, you can follow us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram under the name Spittin' Dirt. Till next time.